Can you unravel the world's greatest mysteries? Can you explain the unexplained and find the pieces to the most puzzling cases? Or are the ancient stone spheres of Costa Rica yours and you want to know if anyone's found your giant stone snooker cube too? Tiernan, no one knows what the stone spheres are or how they were made. Oh, don't they? Are you a myth buster? Or a myth truster? I'm Tiernan. And I'm Athena. Welcome to Bust or Trust. A kids mystery podcast. And, and we, we are, are the Busters or Trusters. We look into some very strange stories from around the world. No mystery is too big for us. Monsters, ghosts and all types of the unexplained. Like if some computers are laptops, where exactly are the lap legs? Oh, maybe they're the ones that have run off. Oh, that's a good point. We dive into all the evidence we can find and present all the facts, figures and testimonies. Then it's up to you, our chief detectives. You'll work out what it all means and make up your own mind. Is our case dangling plants or total pants? Hmm. Are you a mythbuster like me? Because things aren't always what they seem. Or are you a myth truster like me? Because the truth is out there. So why haven't you gone to check on it then? Oh, too cold. Brr. We'll tell you at the end of the show just how to get in touch and you can let us know if you're on Team Buster or the best one, Team Truster. We'll also hear from you, our chief detectives, and your thoughts on the previous cases. So stay tuned. But until then, make sure you take notes, pay attention to all the information and start putting together your case. But before that, here's a quick message for the grown-ups. Well, hello there, grown-ups. Did you know that we depend on your generosity and support to keep making Bust or Trust? If you subscribe and support Bust or Trust on Patreon or Apple Podcasts, you'll get access to lots of lovely extras like weekly subscriber bonus episodes with extra evidence, ad-free listening and early access to all our episodes. More to come soon. To support Bust or Trust, just click subscribe in Apple Podcasts or visit patreon.com forward slash Bust or Trust podcast. Or for more information, visit our website at bustortrust.com. The case. Tiernan, what are you doing? Why is the floor covered in soil and leaves? Hi, Athena. I was just trying to see if I could make my own Hanging Gardens of Babylon for this week's case. But sadly, the plants just keep falling out. You're not a very natural gardener, are you? What makes you say that? Well, for a start, you're doing this indoors. And secondly, the hanging bit in the name The Hanging Gardens of Babylon didn't mean they were hanging upside down. That's if they existed at all. Ah, well, firstly, they definitely did exist. And secondly, uh, oops, did it mean hanging as in hanging out then? Should I have just let all the plants have a chat and maybe make them all some hot drinks? I'm not really sure that's what it meant either, but I'll definitely have a coffee if you're making. On it. But first, I know the Hanging Gardens of Babylon was one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. But do you have some facts about it? Yes, of course. In 225 BC, the Greek engineer Philo made a list of what he called the Seven Tomata, or Things to be seen, which we now know as the seven wonders of the world. These were the Great Pyramid of Giza, the Statue of Zeus at Olympia, the Temple of Artemis at Ephesus, the Mausoleum at Halicarnassus, the Colossus of Rhodes, the Pharaohs of Alexandria, and the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. 
As we all know, the Great Pyramid of Giza is still standing, and even though five of the others had disappeared, there was enough evidence to say they did once exist. Except for the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. Philo said the gardens were laid out on a large platform of beams, raised up on stone columns. This was then covered in soil, and all varieties of trees and flowers were planted there, meaning that once they grew, they hung, suspended over the heads of anyone who visited. The garden was said to have been built by the mighty King Nebuchadnezzar II at some point during his rule from 605 BC to 561 BC in the ancient city of Babylon. Babylon was in the southern area of Mesopotamia, the country we now know as Iraq, in the Middle East. But no evidence for it has ever been found. Archaeologists aren't even sure where it would have been in Babylon, and there is a lot of debate about exactly what the hanging bit even meant. Aha! Uh-huh. So it could have been that all the plants were upside down. I mean, probably not, based on your experiment. Ah, yeah, true. But today, Chief Detectives, it's going to be up to you to decide if the Hanging Gardens of Babylon ever existed, or if it was all just word compost. Even though Team Truster says they definitely did exist. Yeah, but Team Buster says they definitely didn't. There's only one way to find out. Let's trowel through the evidence. First piece of evidence. The first piece of evidence is the mentions of the Hanging Gardens of Babylon in classical works by five historical writers. The first is the Roman Jewish historian Josephus, who was alive in the first century AD, but in his works he quoted a Babylonian priest from nearly 300 years earlier. The quote says that Nebuchadnezzar II built the gardens for his wife and gives a lot of description about what the gardens were like. In this palace Nebuchadnezzar erected very high walls, supported by stone pillars and by planting what was called a hanging paradise and replenishing it with all sorts of trees. He wanted an exact resemblance of a mountainous country. This he did to gratify his queen because she had been brought up in Media and was fond of a mountainous situation. I do really like the term fond of a mountainous situation. I mean, who isn't? Then there was the ancient Greek historian Diodorus Siculus, who described the garden as a square with each side being around 100 foot long. It had very thick brick walls and many tiers, which means lots of rows stacked on top of each other. There was a garden of many flowers and trees on each level. A Roman historian said very similar things, but that it was built on top of a citadel, which means a walled city or fortress. And another ancient Greek writer talked about how they got the water to the garden from the nearby Euphrates River. The last writer is the one you mentioned in your facts, Athena, Philo of Byzantium, who is an ancient Greek engineer. Even though they wrote about the gardens at different times over several hundred years, all of the writers gave a lot of description about how the gardens were designed, how they worked and why they were built. It would be very strange to write in so much detail about something if it had never actually existed. That is a good point, but all those descriptions of the Hanging Gardens were written hundreds of years after they were supposedly built. Now that's fine if the gardens were still standing then, but none of the writers seem to have seen the gardens themselves. They're just quoting other people or basing their descriptions on things someone else saw. So we don't know for sure if these historians ever saw the actual Hanging Gardens of Babylon themselves. What is curious is that King Nebuchadnezzar II used to write a lot too, but nowhere in any of his writings does it say anything about the Hanging Gardens. 
And there also isn't any evidence anywhere that he had a wife. Again, it would be strange if he loved someone so much he built them a seventh wonder of the world and never mentioned them, ever. Even more strange is that ancient Greek historian Herodotus did visit Babylon and wrote about it in his famous manuscripts called Histories. But at no point does he mention any hanging gardens. Wouldn't you think that if they were so incredible to see, he'd have wanted to visit? Well, maybe he didn't like tourist hotspots and crowds, and so he only visited the cool off the track places. But really, there could be a very good reason why anyone actually visiting Babylon didn't see the hanging gardens. Second piece of evidence. The second piece of evidence is the work of Dr Stephanie Daly, who is a British Assyriologist. That means she studies the history and culture of the Assyrian people who lived in ancient Mesopotamia, the historical region in West Asia. Mesopotamia covered the area that today we know as the countries Iraq, Iran, Syria, Turkey and Kuwait. That means Dali has also studied the historic city of Babylon and she believes that while the Hanging Gardens did exist, they definitely weren't built where everyone thought they were. Dr Daly spent 18 years doing research on this and she thinks that the Hanging Gardens were located 300 miles north of Babylon in a city called Nineveh, the capital of a rival Assyrian empire to the one Nebuchadnezzar II was king of. The area is now a city called Mosul in northern Iraq. Dr Daly translated ancient texts by Nebuchadnezzar's rival, King Sennacherib, where he describes his unrivaled palace and a wonder for all peoples. Dr Daly thinks people may have been confused and thought the Hanging Gardens were in Babylon because the Assyrians conquered Babylon in 689 BC and Nineveh became known as the New Babylon. So the gardens did exist, but they should be known as the Hanging Gardens of Nineveh instead. That's fascinating and I think it's never dull hearing about the ancient history of Mesopotamia. Dr Daly is clearly an expert and if the gardens weren't in Babylon to begin with, that does explain a lot. But this is still just a theory. And because the area now has been the site of many conflicts in recent years, it's been very hard for Dali to revisit and check if there is hard evidence for any of her theories. That doesn't mean she's wrong, just that it's also still not proven to be true. You're right, but there is still one more piece of evidence. Third piece of evidence. The final piece of evidence is the findings from excavations that were able to take place in the area where Nineveh was. One was evidence of a large aqueduct system. An aqueduct is a channel built by people to carry water across a gap, and it would often look like a large bridge. The remains they found had an inscription on them that said, Sennacherib, king of the world. Over a great distance, I had a watercourse directed to the environs of Nineveh. And they also found something called a bas-relief. This means a sculpture where shapes are cut from the surrounding stone so they stand out slightly. You might have seen them on walls of old historical buildings. The bas-relief they found from Nineveh showed a beautiful garden being watered by an aqueduct. It is amazing all those relics have been found despite them being made thousands of years ago. And while it certainly does seem to show that King Sennacherib had beautiful gardens in Nineveh, the image on the bas-relief that was found doesn't look anything like hanging gardens. But maybe they were just gardens and not in Babylon, which does mean that the hanging gardens of Babylon didn't exist, even if the nice gardens of Nineveh did. OK, Clever Clogs, that's a very good point. But I still think this is a team truster win. One thing I'm really not sure about, though. What's that? Well, if the plants and trees were on different tiers, they weren't really hanging, were they? 
Why were they called the Hanging Gardens then? What a glorious day! I shall spend it delighting in my marvellous gardens and relax in the peace and quiet. Hi! What? Who are you? These are my private gardens. Intruder! Guards! Hey, whoa there. I'm just hanging here. You know, hanging out, chilling. I'm not doing nothing to bother no one. No, 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 no. You can't be in my garden. Guards, get here at once! Sire? Get rid of this intruder immediately. I'm afraid we can't, sire. What do you mean? Get rid of them and that is an order. But they're just hanging. That's right! And that's what it says on the sign, sire. This is just ridiculous. They are my gardens and I want this person who is just hanging gone. Uh, okay, sire. But, uh, but then what about all the others? Others? Hey. What? How many are there? Well, it is a beautiful sunny day, and the farmer's market is on, and the outdoor cinema starts today too. Well, if everyone is here just hanging, what am I, the king, meant to do if I can't be in my own garden? But you can, man. You just have to hang with all of us. He's right, sire. In fact, here's some freshly squeezed lemonade from that stand over there. What? I mean, oh, thank you, guard. That is actually very good. Okay, then. Well, maybe I will tolerate this strange situation I find myself in. Guard, you can leave. I'm afraid not, sire. You defy an order from the king? No, sire, but we're standing around here chatting. It means we're hanging too. Oh, uh, I see. Instead, sire, maybe we could grab a hummus wrap and then sit over there where I think someone's about to start beatboxing. Mm, yes, okay. That does actually sound quite nice. Do they do cappuccinos? And more. You should try the one with chocolate in it. It's very good. So that's why they were called the Hanging Gardens of Babylon. That makes a lot more sense. If the gardens did exist, that is definitely how they would have been. I'll tell you who's not hanging around, though. Who? Our chief detectives. They are no doubt already deciding on this case. So it's up to you to work out, did the Hanging Gardens exist or does this garden story have too many plot holes to be real? Let's recap the evidence. Evidence recap. The first piece of evidence is the descriptions from five historical writers who all go into quite some detail about the Hanging Gardens of Babylon, something that would have been very hard to do if they didn't exist. But none of the writers had actually seen the gardens themselves and all the writings seem to be quoted from or based on things said by people who had been alive hundreds of years earlier. The second piece of evidence is the work of Dr Stephanie Daly. She spent 18 years researching the Hanging Gardens of Babylon and believes they did exist, but they were actually in a city called Nineveh, 300 miles north of Babylon. But sadly, due to modern conflicts in the area, there has been no way to look properly for the evidence, so right now, it's still just a theory. The last piece of evidence are relics that were found in the area of Iraq where Nineveh would have been. These include evidence of an aqueduct, a way to carry water from a mountain, and a bas-relief which shows lush gardens being watered by an aqueduct. But the bas-relief image doesn't look like it's showing hanging gardens, and there's nothing to say those were the hanging gardens people believed to be the seventh wonder of the world. They could have just been some very nice gardens. 
So now we're handing it over to you, Chief Detectives. What do you think? Are you a Hanging Gardens of Babylon really existed mythbuster? Or a Hanging Gardens of Babylon really existed myth truster? We want to hear from you, and most importantly, which side you're on. I think the grass is definitely greener on Team Truster's side this week. Actually, if you look at it in landscape, it's definitely a Team Buster win. Send us your voice notes with an explanation of why you're a Myth Truster or Myth Buster when it comes to whether the Hanging Gardens of Babylon actually existed or not. All you have to do is ask your grown-ups to help you email us your voice notes or thoughts to hello at bustortrust.com. Tell us your name age, what you think all the evidence means, and please, please make sure your grown-ups give us permission to use your voice notes or emails in our next episode. You can also send us a question on Spotify Q&A, but please get permission from your parents and don't include any personal details so we can publish them safely. We won't always be able to use all of them. But we do love to hear them, and here are some of the brilliant comments from our chief detectives on Spotify Q&A this week. Hannah has responded to our episode on the Flying Dutchman as a buster. Buster! Because for the third piece of evidence, he could have been drunk and was being stupid and fell off the thing he was on and killed. Well, sailors do like a drink, you know, so I think that's very reasonable. Oh, I see. OK, you're on Team Buster, Hannah. Fair enough. And clearly you've thought about this, but maybe he was being drunk and stupid and fell off the thing he was on and was killed because he'd seen a ghost ship and was absolutely terrified. Oh, those were great. We really make a great team. We absolutely do. And if you enjoyed the show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or Amazon Music or wherever you listen to your podcasts for more great episodes. We love to hear what you think, so please do rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. It helps more detectives find Bust or Trust. We'll even read out some of the reviews on the show. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time for more Bust or Trust. OK, I've got all the plants back up now, but... What? How do I water them? Every time I try to lift up the watering can over my head... This happens. I'm soaked through. You know what? You've made me realise why the Hanging Gardens were one of the seven wonders of the world. Oh, really? Why? Because I bet they made everyone wonder why they didn't put them somewhere much easier to water. Hang on. Are you admitting they existed? Hey, never! Never!